0: I always seem to get this weird response from people when uh, I kind of respond with my name and they have to respond back pronouncing it. It comes out more like a really odd sounding sneeze. It comes across a sn they stop, snee, stop. Or they call me Senegal or snail. Um, yeah, I just stick to Miss Fernandez. It's really funny. creatively messy life this is the first episode i can't believe it i'm actually recording my first episode yay to me i actually got here well i'm your host chanel fernandez and this is a show with disaster spelt with a capital letter d right across it from the outside my life seems to be Very fabulous Uh, I go out I dress well I eat well I have all of those amazing food photos but in reality my life's a series of some serious unfortunate um, episodes I hate it I hate it a lot but can't help it when I fail i don't just sit there on the couch or in my bed patting myself just as sheldon cooper from big bang theory would say they're there it's all part of the process no not at all it's full-on music playing in the background um i listen to some really cheesy sad melodramatic songs when i'm upset And just me sitting in bed, basically lying low, my hair looks like an absolute mess when I'm really low. Um, There could be several birds that could call it their home if you looked at it. And yes, I do drown myself in an enormous, ginormous bucket of KFC (laughs) eeks. Um, Somehow those greasy chicken wings seem to dilute all of that Grief with saturated fats. So by now, you pretty much would have got the gist of what this podcast is all about. It's about failing um, and uh, having a bit of a laugh and a chuckle about it. Now, to give you some sort of uh, facts about failure, um, failure is the most overrated topic that no one ever wants to talk about in a normal conversation. But this very same people would rather jump on a podium and talk to several hundred people about um, their failures and glamorize it. Another fact is that there are about 9,000, yes, 9,000 talks on the topic of failing or failure on TED.com. And there are plenty, I mean plenty of famous people who basically have fabulous failures and become fabulously famous due to those failures. But what about the normal you and me kind? How do we deal with our numerous face plants or the rash and risque nose dives into situations that makes us often ask ourselves, what the hell was I thinking at that point of time? Be it jumping that red light when there's a cop car right behind you or buying yourself a rather expensive dress, which you're going to regret the whole entire month when all you'll be eating is cereal from a box. Personally, been there, but rather looking good versus basic survival necessities of food. Well, I've got to watch that figure. It kind of helps in that situation. I now can look back at these several funny episodes uh, when at the time, uh, at that very moment, uh, wasn't that very funny. But I can have a good laugh now. And very often I ask myself, "What the bloody hell was I thinking?" Hey, hey how you doing? doing? Now, that's one question my parents, I'm sure, ask themselves a lot when it comes to their second most beloved child. Yes, that's me. Pretty sure, my dad and mostly my mum might disown me as their daughter Post listening to this first episode of this podcast? I'm kidding, but it could happen. It could. Worth the risk. Well, how bad can it be? I'm already 5,000 miles away from them. It could be worth a family intervention. Hey, but at least it will be good entertainment and content ideas for any future episodes so so most of my life i've been known as snehal let's get that again snehal this is specifically done for the phonetically challenged sne means love in the Indian language, Hindi. And Snehal means lovable. Mm, not sure if I'm all that lovable at all times. But I do love, love a lot of things. Love to eat, love to drink. Now that is H2O. And non-alcoholic beverage, not so much of a drinker. Um, I love shopping. Uh, I love talking, as you can see, I have my own podcast, Um, and I do love to challenge a lot. Challenge pretty much everything, and hence, I'm not sure how much do I live up to my name. The actual meaning, lovable. There is a matter of doubt out there. Snehal is one of those very funny Indian names um, that is not gender specific. So it could be probably Snehal, which is a girl, or Snehal, which could be a boy. Ah, confusion already. My entire childhood while growing up, I went posed with the question, what is your name? I'd say Snehal. Uh, before actually mentioning my surname, the response would be from the other side. Um, generally, teachers, uh, friends, parents would be Are you a good Jew? Hey, hey, how you doing? doing? So, for most of my Australian friends who are tuning into this podcast or listening in, the word good is basically a shorter version for the word Gujarati. It's for a cultural sect of people who belong to the state of Gujarat in India. And they're referred to as Gujaratis. Now the state of Gujarat is basically uh, known for uh, people who are really, uh, who've got a good business or financial acumen. Our Prime Minister of India is basically from the state. My mum is actually born and brought up in the state of Gujarat in a small little village called Valsad and it's known for its mangoes and ice creams. So my mum has pretty much grown up in a sort of a Gujarati traditional sort of setup, where she's lived her life uh, majorly as a vegetarian. Growing up, we were never allowed to have pork of beef at home. So to the extent where that's how Gujarati she can get. I, on the other hand, have been born and brought up in the state of Mumbai, uh, as you all know. So by no means am I a good Jew. I'm actually a thoroughbred Catholic, more so an East Indian. I probably in the later episodes will explain uh, about my sort of cultural uh, origins of being an East Indian. No way as, as exotic as, um, you know, a Jamaican. So, yeah, true blood Mumbaikar who loves her meat and who loves dollops of garlic and ginger. Excuse me for the bad bread, but I do love a lot of that in my food. So no way in hell am I even close to being a good Jew. But this name of mine has always confused so many people who encounter this enigma of a person that I already am. My mom named me Snehal because she liked the word Snehal which means love and was fond of it I think she had a student because my mom's a teacher um, and she was very fond of this particular student who was named Snehal and hence I was named Snehal now my sister my older sister she got the better deal she was named Sonal the word Sonal is much more easy on the tongue and it also means the golden one now you see where I come from the better deal Snehal, the lovable one and also the gender neutral name. It has always, always caused so much confusion. Come to think of it, all my cousins have amazing names. Gia, Jude, Michelle, Rohan, Nigel. Oh my God, they have such nice names. My mom and dad also have wonderful names. My mom is called Stella. Uh, she's a stellar piece of work. Um, she's very classy. My dad, Joseph, named after the saint. Uh, for short, he's he's always been referred as Joe. Well, and then there is me. Sneeha. Now, don't get me wrong. I don't particularly hate my name. Um, it's a nice name. It's really a nice name. And it, it works fantastically well back home in India. But... All of the problem and the messy situations arise when I moved down under to Australia. Situation A. Hi, I'm Snehal. The return would be can you spell it for me? Snehal? Miss Senegal? Yes, snail? Okay, too much work. Miss. Yep. My name was shortened to somewhere between a sneeze and a crawling slimy creature. At most times, I'd leave it to Miss Fernandez. It sounded so much cooler. People even today think I'm a Latino or a Sri Lankan, but never an Indian. But then came that time when I needed to get a job for the maintenance of an upkeep of this hot Latino wannabe. Snehal Fernandez was a flat no. No, no, no. Snehal, confusing. How can it be an Indian? An Indian who has a surname like Fernandes, anatomically the sequencing was also wrong angle-sized, cooler first name followed by a rather difficult-to-pronounce 26-character surname? No, no, no. It was a rejection after rejection. And no, it wasn't the problem with the resume. I had a rather decent, accomplished work experience working for a global advertising agency and had won several acclaimed awards in the first three years of my working history. The name and the person and resume, just didn't seem to make any sense. Until one brave soul did. She gave me my first chance and hired me. However, now wait a minute. Just hold on a minute. It's not that story where I live out the legacy of my name. First day at the job, my then boss, an Italian, rather fluent 2 resident, comes up to me and says... Sn, sn sne, sne, sne. Oh, it's too hard. How about I call you Chanel? You're my fifth recruit and hence Chanel number five. I hereby pronounce you Chanel. And then somehow, don't know how or why, almost telepathically. This woman had rechristened me to Chanel and the whole universe, yes, the whole universe was conspiring against my parents' ever so thoughtful name, Snehal. Everywhere. And I mean, literally everywhere I went post that, banks, doctors, even the passport authorities pronounced my name as Chanel. It has always been the episode in my life where I ask myself, how and what just happened there? So that's it. The rechristening of Chanel landed me with many opportunities, even to the extent of a journalist writing about how rather a cool name my name was. Now, isn't this podcast titled as My Creatively Messy Life? And how could this narration be about a successful rechristening of my avatar, Chanel? It sure did get messy. Super messy. And rather funny as well. Snehal to Chanel was cool. I basically was in love with it. My parents, on the other hand, not so much. My sister, as all older sisters are, basically called me a self-obsessed wannabe. My friends back home labelled me as one of those lifetime membership holders of the so-called NRI snob club. And worst bit is, on my numerous trips back home, all my efforts of hailing an uber while the global app was met by a uber driver addressing me in the most de-glamorized version of chanel can you even guess what that could be now come on get your creative thinking hats on it's not a fun name no oh my god it's chanchal Chanchal? How the hell did Chanel go to be pronounced as Chanchal? Why? Oh my god, why? And it didn't get any better back down under. Somehow, I don't know why my face and my name caused a storm of confusion. Especially front desk assistants and colleagues and boomer clients. Chanel becomes Chantel. The worst is, oh my God, I cringe at it. Channel, how hard is it? Like really, seriously, how hard is it? Chanel, like the brand? Not like a television channel where you tune in to the dramatic name pronunciation of my name. Hmm. Have you ever watched the movie Namesake? I totally get it why the central lead character of the movie chooses to not call himself Gogol. Like seriously, with that name Gogol, it's bloody hard to be taken seriously. So to all my wonderful Indian, Asian friends who are soon to have kids, please name your kids with a bit more consideration and not because at that very moment, a particular name or a thought or an idea sounded rather cool. Not that I hate both my names. I think as a, you know, as a creative person, it works. I think as creatively messy it can be, living a dual life with two names, uh, it truly lives up to the reputation of me being a Gemini. Snehal, true to her roots, from back home, and always that crazy Mumbaikar, Vadalachi Rani, as most of my friends call me, it's... It's so apt. And Chanel, the super talented. Yes, self glorification. I did warn you beforehand. Hard working, super classy designer. The name really fitted in the creative industry it actually opened a lot of doors and opportunities for me. And I'm really thankful for that first person who actually rechristened me to Chanel. I owe my success of my career to that person. And it basically made me very marketable. So there you go. What's in a name? Super confusing to many, till date, but one of the many messy layers of this crazy life. I'm sure most of um, my Indian friends or friends who've come from overseas who've made Melbourne their home would sort of relate to this problem or this slightly funny uh, predicament that we all face when we move to a different country. It's quite challenging at times when you have a very complicated um, foreign name. It sort of works as sometimes as an impediment towards Seeking employment or, uh, you know, furthering your career. Uh, I've always looked at it. Just let's roll with it. Let's see what happens. So I did try uh, when I first moved to Melbourne uh, with my name Snehal, you know, applying for jobs and seeking opportunity. And it didn't work. I had to be resourceful. And when someone said, well, you know, I think the name Chanel kind of works. I just adopted it. And just being open to that and not being affected by what people back home uh, would sort of think about it would you come across as being a phony are you true to yourself you're letting go of your cultural roots it was a lot of confusion in my head but you know at the end of it look what i have achieved in the last couple of years with that rechristening of my name Um, It has really helped me. It has helped me um, grow as an individual, as a professional. Um, And I just say, you know what, if it doesn't work, there's always something that will. So I hope this episode really helps the people who kind of feel that their name doesn't seem to work in a foreign country. I'm not saying now go ahead and change it to some fantastically glamorous name. Um, You know, I don't know you guys can think about creative names but you just have to roll with the punches and i i truly believe in that so thank you for tuning in to this episode uh, i hope you've had a good laugh um, i find this uh, whole re episode rather funny it's one of those stories i like to share with my friends and i really wanted to start off my podcast series with basically why from Snehal to Chanel, it's what has something that has made me um, in this country. And um, I'm really, really stoked about it. So if you like this episode and this comical narration of my twist with failure, Please follow us on Spotify. Uh, it's called My Creatively Messy Life. We are also available on uh, Google Podcasts, Breaker, and Pocket Cast, and also Anchor. Um, Anchor is this wonderful uh, platform that lets you start from scratch to build up your own, very own podcast. It's it's absolutely fantastic it's enabled me to start my own podcast and actually uh, do it quite successfully and easily as well so do try it out um, anchor by spotify anchor fm and thank you much again for tuning in um, we will try to be as funny as comical as interesting with our narrations with our interactions with some of our guests and friends every sunday and do leave us feedback uh, feedback's really good um so yeah reach us um uh, reach out to us on uh via instagram or you know voice messages um you're really welcome to do that uh, i'd love to hear what you have to say about the first episode so thank you very much once again and hope to see you guys next sunday have a wonderful week and yeah just be amazing